0: This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal.
1: Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm really excited because I am in the presence of greatness, and I know you're going to play the humble card But really, truly a radio legend, Sonny Melendrez is here. And uh, Sonny, I want to let you say hi. I know you told me I could just ask one question and then I could leave, but (laughs) I've got a few questions for you. But I do just want to welcome you and ask you how you're doing today.
0: Steve, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day in San Antonio. We're on the uh, 12th floor of one of the uh, most beautiful studios. And we do have a, a total of seven studios and counting here at KL. did I you th- know that? I, no, I didn't know that. How do you even studios? know that? Because just... uh, I got a tour. Uh, <laughs> seven studios. Wow! <laughs> and you know the big studio I used to do my show from for uh, two and a half years, and I would watch the um, you know as the lights of the city kind of dimmed down as the sun came up over the uh, the horizon. We'd watch the airplanes, yeah. the planes come in on, at the airport. Just an incredibly inspiring uh, place to be when you're broadcasting. To this, this beautiful city, the city of San Antonio.
1: Right, right. Well, do you have a favorite studio now? Because you have your own radio show and podcast. Do you usually record in here? Usually or?
0: record in here. Okay. this one here that you're, that you're watching on uh, – are we on Facebook? We're on uh, Facebook Live yeah. through
1: Very Bold. Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: So, um, all right. Well, I want to say this because I don't know if you'll get to it or not. I think this is amazing. Sonny has uh, twice been named Billboard Magazine's National Radio Personality of the Year. I, what? Talk to me about that. There's other stuff I want to get to, but that's amazing accomplishment.
0: Well, you know, the thing about uh, you know awards and accolades are great, but I think more than anything else, it's it's how you um, how you use your talent. Talk okay. about uh, you know using your gifts. Yeah, and I think that uh, a lot of times when you are so passionate about something, you can't help but get to be good at it. And and the more you do it, the more you love it. And I've always looked at the clock, Steve. Yeah. My first job was at a, a radio station in El Paso. It was actually the number one station. I was going to college at UTEP. Wow. Uh, to, taking radio and television yeah. after San Antonio College. And I got a job uh, working weekends. I'd come in at 5 a.m. The, the station would be off from midnight to 5 for yeah. maintenance on a Sunday morning. And I turned the station on. I'd actually pull out, put on all the – I was like 18, 19 years old. Yeah. And I, I'm turning the whole thing on. And then I go in the, into the control room and I do this show from uh, 7 a.m. till noon. Yeah. And I was getting paid a $1.25 an hour. Mm-hmm. Steve, <laughs> I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Wow. I couldn't believe that they were paying me. I'm playing the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Sonny and Cher. I'm having the time of my life, and I would look at the clock, and I would say, "Oh, good, I still have three more hours. I I still have two more hours." To this day, that's the way I look at the clock. I still have instead of, I still have.
1: Right, right. Okay, I want to say this. I want to just correct. I love your uh, enthusiasm. You talked about a passion. And uh, but I want to say this just to talk to your talent because um, I have I had a passion for playing basketball and I still never got very good you know I got okay but yeah. I had that passion but you have the passion but you also just have a natural gifting and talent that you've developed it seems like to me
0: yeah and I'd have to tell you something you may say that it's it's a natural gift I think that many times we are so lucky. To be extremely young and know exactly what it is we want to do, you know. On, on my show, um, which also runs here on on KLUP, I'm always asking my. It's a combination of uh, entertainment and inspiration, and I'm asking people like Rita Moreno. I had uh, that's these, kind of a big deal. Yeah, very that's, big that's deal. Kind of, I'm but, being sarcastic. That's a when, huge deal. When I ask these these uh, people in the entertainment industry. What it is it was like when they were a child, they all say pretty much the same thing. They knew exactly what they wanted to do, Mm. or they saw somebody that changed their life. And that happened to me. Did it? Uh, Yes. It happened to me in three ways. One of them was radio here in San Antonio. I would listen to KONO and KTSA, Mm. and I would actually have my little transistor radio under my pillow, and I'd, I'd spend my allowance on batteries. Wow! And I would just listen all night. I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be listening to uh, whoever the morning show was on either station. And I would constantly say to myself, one day that's going to be me. Wow. One day that's going to be me. And the other dream that I had, passion, was was cartoons. Yeah. I, it, I had an epiphany one day. I was watching Yogi Bear and and realized that the these characters were done by people. And I thought to myself – how great it would be to have that job to do cartoon voices. And I thought, again, I'm going to do that one day. Wow! And then the third one was Disney. I would always watch The Wonderful World of Disney with Walt Disney. And I knew that one day I was going to work for Walt Disney. Well, all three of those dreams came true, including the fact that and you know, this is the, the short version of a very long story. I, I would it, love the long right, version. Right, I, okay. I, if <laughs> I need
1: to leave the room, it's fine. I really want the long version. Right. This is incredible, well, Sonny.
0: All right. So when I would listen to KTSA, I would constantly think to myself, how can I do that? Where, where can I go to, to – because they didn't have internships or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I was like 11 years old. Wow. So what I did was I had a little recorder and a record player, and I would – Do pretend shows like I was on the radio, and I would actually hold the microphone up to the speaker of the song while it was playing, and then after it finished, I would keep talking, and then I turned, changed the record, and just make these little five-minute shows. And so my dad moved us into his barber shop so that uh, my parents could afford to send my brother and me to Catholic school and to college. And so we lived inside, if you yeah. can believe this, inside my dad's barbershop. He partitioned it. It was a little strip center. It's still there. It is. On okay. the east side of San Antonio. And he partitioned half of the barbershop, and we lived in the back half. The customers didn't know there was a family right. behind the wall. And and the other part of it was that it wasn't even a full address. Half of the address was a print shop. The other half was my dad's barbershop. So we lived in a quarter of a of an address. Yeah. In fact wow. our, our address was 908 and a half Nolan Street. <laughs> so we didn't have a phone. The the only phone we had was a payphone in the barbershop. Yeah. And at night my dad would give me three dimes and I'd go in the barbershop in the dark, sit on the shoe shine stand. I was a shoeshine boy on, yeah. on the weekends in the summer, and I would sit on the shoe shine because that's where the 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 payphone was on the wall. And in the dark, I'd be counting, one, two, three, no, dial two, one, two, three, and I'd call these numbers. I can't tell you how many times I could dial the wrong number, but I was calling my friends to play these little shows for them on the phone. I was podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. That's good. That's good. You were podcasting. And there was little five-minute shows. But here's the incredible part, and I, I tell this to young people all the time, your brain, your subconscious does not know the experience versus where it where it is you did it. Yeah. In other words, you, if you're if you're uh, let's say you, you want to be an NBA player, let's say you are LeBron James. And, okay. Let's yeah. Let's right. say I'm LeBron
1: James. And yes. You're, you're, I think I'm going to make you're, it. You're
0: shooting basket after basket after right. basket. Now you get into high school. Now you get into college, and all of a sudden your 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 skills are years you know in yeah. the making. Right. It wasn't like you just decided right. that day that you were going to be doing this because you've been doing it all your life, and that's the same thing with, with me with radio. So as time went on, I went to San Antonio College, and that was an incredible experience. Was it? Because I was about to become an art major, and I wow. happened, I I'd registered for my classes because I I was going to be a an art, a commercial artist because I also I was a you know i like to draw yeah so. I'm walking down the hall. I can still see it. It's over by where the uh, McAllister Auditorium is in that building. And I was going out to get the bus to go home after registration, uh, re- registering for all my classes. Yeah. And this door had a little square glass window on it, just like one of the doors you see mm-hmm. here in the studio. Right, right. And I thought to myself, I wonder if that's what I think it is. I look in, and what do I see? A control board. A radio station control board and a microphone, and I think to myself, "Oh my God, what is this?" Wow! And a, a maintenance person who was walking by, and I asked him, "I said, what What is that?" He said, "Well, it's the college radio station. They have a new uh, uh, a new program now: radio, TV, film." I said, "You mean you can get a degree in radio?" T-? Yes. So I made a beeline for the nearest payphone. I called my dad with my bus money. And I asked him, you know, can I change my major? He said, Absolutely, son. I did and I've never looked back. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so now I after I left uh San Antonio College, the only other place that that, that had the closest was El Paso. And uh, so I went and took the classes there and that's when I got that, that uh that job. Well, within five years, the the station <laughs> the station that was number one uh had me on the weekends, and then the program director of their competition, this little daytime station, a thousand watts, yeah. KINT. Uh, they call me and they said, uh, "You know, how much are you making over there?" I said, "Dollar twenty five. He says, "I'd just like to make a dollar <laughs> I said, "What?" He says, "Yeah, That's and, great. and how about uh, how about you know Monday through Saturday, you know, and you do afternoon drive?" Well, I was it. That oh, was it. Yeah. So that's where I got kind of my reputation and, and won the first award uh, for you know for from Billboard magazine. Dang! But within, like I say, within five years, I get a call one day from. Wait, you were, you were how young when you won that first one? Uh, when I won the first one, I was twenty-two. Yeah. Um. And and so that's crazy. So now okay. I, I get a call. From Woody Roberts, who is the general manager of KTSA, okay, and says, you know, we've, we've heard your work. We know your reputation as a programmer, because I was also the pro- program okay. director. He says, I'd like to see if uh, we're looking for a program director, if you'd like to come down and also be our afternoon, uh, do the afternoon show. So I did. And that dream of one yeah. day I'm going to be, yeah. it, it's, it's powerful. Right. It's the vision that you have for yourself. And right. that led down to go to Los Angeles. And then in Los Angeles, I was on the air at one of the biggest stations in the country. Which KMP- one was that? KMPC. Okay. Uh, believe, can, yeah. If you can believe this, yeah. every personality on the station was connected with a national television show. They were either hosting it, they were the, uh, the voice of it, or, or they were producing it. Gary wow. Owens, who was on Laugh In. Right, right. And, uh, yep. Wink Martindale, the yeah. game show oh, master, Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clark Race, uh, Jeff Edwards, all of them. And I had earned my right to be there because I, you know, I, again, another lesson that I learned yeah. is that you must earn your right to be where you are to get the job that you want because then you can grow from there as opposed to, you know, you, it was a fluke you, right. and you weren't ready. Right. So. Um, one day I get a call from a um, an agent who says, I've heard you do all these voices on your show. Have you ever thought about doing cartoon work? Wow. I said, are you kidding? Since I was a kid. Yeah. So he says, give me a sample of your work and I'll, let me see what I can do. Two weeks later, I get my first job and I'm driving my little 1971 Ford Maverick <laughs> into the parking lot of the Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. Studios, the home of... Of Yogi Bear mm. and Boo Boo and all the other incredible characters, right? And I'm doing now voices for the second season with the original cast of The Jetsons.
1: The Jetsons, yes.
0: And Steve, it was surreal. Yeah. I was I was in again. I would earned my right to be there. I, right. I knew what I was doing, but I'm, I'm there. The microphone. All, everybody else has got a microphone. The director is kind of giving the, you know, the setting the scene. And I'm looking and I'm hearing these voices because they're all doing their mic check. And these are the voices when I was a kid listening to these voices, Jane and George and and Elroy. Well, next to me was George Jetson's boss, Mr. Spacely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The voice of Mr. Spacely was done by Mel Blanc. Wow. Mel, the great Mel right. Bugs Bunny. Right. So best for Well, Steve, not only – first of all, that first day I'm sitting there and inside me I'm jumping up and down going, yeah. oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And, and, but I'm very calm, of yeah. course, professional. Yeah. And we do the first session and then we take a break and I started talking to um, to Mr. Blank and he says, no, please call me Mel. And he and he did one of his voices or whatever. Well, as time went on, he kind of became my mentor. Yeah, what? And we would talk for hours, and he actually taught me the voices. Not all of them, but he taught me a lot of them. What do you mean you teach someone the voice? I don't understand. Well, he said that, for instance, when you do uh, Elmer Fudd, yeah. if the first key to doing a voice, any voice, whether you're doing an impression or whether you're doing a cartoon voice, is to get the, the key, and the key... Or the tone for Elmer Fudd is, uh, uh. And then when you get that, now you have to kind of mold the voice into the accent. Be very, very quiet. I'm looking for a widow gway rabbit. <laughs> and then, of course, Bugs Bunny is... Oh, my gosh. Eh, eh, eh. What's up, Doc? Whoa. See? And the same thing with with Sylvester and Tweety. Oh, I turned into a pretty tad. I did to a pretty tad. You bet you fall, a pretty tad, but pretty fly with me. I apologize for spitting all over the studio. Amazingly, you did yeah, not. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to stop and and uh, and uh, Spray de- it down. yeah, right, exactly. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. How do you shift from one voice to another? That was incredible.
0: You know, I have my own character as as a result of all of this. Oh, And he's a character that I actually have used on on, uh, on KLUP, and his name is Bono Duck. And and that came from the one Yogi Bear cartoon that I saw the first time, where this little duck named Yakky Doodle was following Yogi and... I kept asking him, would you be my mama? Mm. And so when I heard that voice, and I'm just a kid, I'm listening to that voice, and all of a sudden, I realize that I'm listening to that voice, that little duck, and I'm thinking, I'm going to do that voice. I, and I didn't realize at the time that these are professionals. They've been doing it for years. Who am I to think that I can do this little little voice? Wow! So every day... I, I, I try it out, Mr. Bear, Mr. Bear, would you be? I did it for my mom. I said, Mom, listen, Mr. Bear, Mr. Bear. And my mom, God bless her, she says, Ah, mijo parece Bugs bunny, qué bueno. She, she didn't know. <laughs> so one day, out of my little, I guess, 12 year old mouth came, yeah. Mr. Bear, Mr. Bear, would you be my baba? I don't have a baba. I'm just a poor little orphan.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: That's awesome. So my character is wow. Bono Duck, and Bono Duck uh, has been on this show and in, in this studio as a matter of fact, yeah. uh, many times. And Baron Wiley, who a yes, mutual friend it. who yes. was head of sales here for so long, uh, who started out as my assistant by the way, is that right? Over at, the, oh, at okay. Magic One Hundred and Five, uh, Baron was my producer to begin with, and and Baron was just the greatest audience for whatever Bono was going to say. And the way I explain it, because you asked me yeah. about how you change from one yeah. to the other, the way I explain it, it's almost like uh the voice becomes my alter ego. And I am just as entertained as you. Uh, yes. I, I'll give you a little <laughs> yeah. sam- a little sample. So Bodo, how are you? A fly hour you is that guy. That's Steve Teal. <laughs> is that Steve Teal from the 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 Simple Man Bible study show? That's right. Wow, is he? He's he's good. Yeah, I know he is. <laughs> is he going to pray for me? Well, well, maybe later on. So, so, Bono, how are things going? Tough where going to where? No, I'm I'm talking like at home. Yeah, hey, everything's fine. Why? Well, I think you maybe tell Steve about your about your 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 parents. Yeah, well, my mom she is cooks and cleans, and she never gets any help. Well, maybe you should help her right now no not right now <laughs> what about your dad oh he's happy that the stones are still together <laughs> after all these years oh so so your dad's a a, a hard rocker <laughs> what do you, mean? you know hard rock rolling stones <laughs> no bedrock flintstones <laughs> there you go well
1: done well done what are you talking about that was crazy that was so cool Oh my gosh. Amazing. It it
0: helps to have an audience. Yeah. See, that's the other part about what I love about cartoons. Yeah. Is they bring out the kid in all of us. Yeah. Who doesn't love cartoons? Oh, man. I don't know. know. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm
1: just curious, and then I want to get back to some of the other things. There's so much, and I already see, like, the person who has the studio next will be here in 25 minutes, and that's you. (laughs) So I got to be aware of that. But um, do you do any. any like voices from cartoons that maybe you pick up now or grandkids or someone share now or do you still stay with the classics? Oh, yeah, which are yeah, classic.
0: Yeah, well, you know, the, the thing is a lot of the cartoons today uh, don't quite have the, the personality. It's almost like, ah. you know, you know, that that's why there aren't a lot of impressionists because there, there's not a lot of people to impersonate. It used oh. to be you had, you know, John Wayne and, you know, voices that oh. just really, you know, resonated. Right. And, and it was easy to do. Uh, but people like Rich Little, uh, et cetera, you know, um, my favorite of yes. all the voices, of all the, the characters. And they, the, this the show just runs on and on, even though it's not on the air anymore. And, and he uh, is no longer with us. And that will be Peter Falk yeah. as, as uh, Lieutenant Columbo. Yeah. I don't want to bother anybody, but... um. Am I bothering you, now, Mister Teal? I have a question. Where were you in the lot? Wait a minute. You've got that cough. I've heard Come that on. cough before. There's something very. Well, I gotta go. You're, I know you're a busy guy in the middle of a show. What? I'm interrupting. Wow. Am I bothering you? <laughs>
1: That go. is awesome. That is incredible, Sonny. Wow.
0: See, what happens when you do a voice, when you do an impression, when a, somebody gives you that gift of this, this voice, is that you meet the impressionist halfway. Yeah. You see? Yeah. You buy into oh, yeah. this because because the payoff is you get to laugh. Right. Absolutely. You oh You yeah. don't say, oh, that's just Sonny doing that. You know, no, that, you actually, that is incredible.
1: Yeah. That is an amazing <laughs> It's gift. fun. It is so much fun. All right. Well, uh, shifting gears, I mean, you've been talking about, and I know you're a motivational speaker as well, so I don't know if you get to do that a bunch or if you're so busy with your podcast and radio show and everything. But I I know there are things that you love sharing with young people. You've shared some of those today. Are there some other things that you'd like to share that just are on your heart well, or from your own life with no, your amazing no, absolutely. career?
0: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that, that, that I love about this business is that we get to uh, – we are heard by so many people. Uh, so many people uh, see us do what we do. They get inspired. And I can't tell you how many times uh, I've had young people – go on to be radio. Uh, One time when I was at KTSA, we were the old KTSA building was in the middle of this uh, field. (laughs) There was a kid who would, would come in his bicycle. He was like 13 years old. And he would just sit on his bicycle. And he had a radio that was duct taped to the handlebars. And he's outside of my window while I'm doing my afternoon show. Wow. And he'd come at like about 3 o'clock after school, and then he'd leave at 6 o'clock when the show was over, and he'd come every day, even in the summertime. And then one day he stopped coming. Yeah. And many, many years later, after I went to Los Angeles and came to San Antonio, I got an email from that young man telling me that as a result of watching what I wow. did, he went on, took radio and television in college, and is now the general manager of a radio station in Ithaca, New York. No way. Yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: And the other thing he said, and this is what's so wonderful, he said that all along the way he has helped others wow. to do what he did. Right. Because I would have him come in the studio every once in a while, or I'd go outside and give him tickets or albums or, yeah. or whatever. And, and, you know, you, we we have such an incredible power in our example. right. Right. Well,
1: that is amazing just to see the impact that you have. If you have that impact on one, then they have the impact on another and another and another. And and that's incredible to see. Um, Can you talk to me a little bit? One thing I I don't know much about is just your faith. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've always had a relationship with God. As a matter of fact, let me just tell you a little something. Yeah, I love it. My brother, uh, Rick, um, he lives in El Paso. Um, he's, his birthday was just a couple of days ago okay. And every time it's, When it's his birthday Either on Facebook or he and I In our, our conversation We'll talk about uh, how he came to be
1: yeah. and, and what happened
0: <laughs> was um, When I was in first grade At St. Michael's School here in San Antonio Sister Laura uh, Was, was the, the teacher They were all nuns there yeah. the, the Sisters of Divine Providence And we were getting ready to go rehearse For my first communion yeah. And uh she said to me, and I can remember just exactly where I was, it was in front of the school, we we're all in line, two by two, and she says, Now Joseph, that's my given name. Yeah. Says, now, Joseph, you realize that uh when you make your first communion, you make a wish and God will grant it. Wow. And I said, Okay. <laughs> Right? I knew exactly what I was going to wish for. Yeah. Guess what I wish for? Oh, I cannot guess what? A little brother. <laughs> A little brother. <laughs> Steve, as God is Sorry. my witness, nine months no. later, my brother was born. Oh, my gosh, you're kidding. And when he made his first communion, Sister Laura was his teacher, and my mother told Sister Laura, do not do tell not. him. <laughs> Oh, that's
1: crazy! That is great, yeah, man. Well, how does your uh, faith impact your your life just on a regular? Oh, besides asking for in brothers, it, and-
0: it, well, in a in a big way, you know, we talk about the thing about uh, about influence. Yeah. Uh, my son Joseph um, ended up going to Central Catholic, like I did, and by oh. the way, Central Catholic High School to this day is just the most incredible, unbelievable experience, wow. and I thank my parents for the sacrifices they made right. in order to send us, uh, send me to, and my, my brother to, uh, to parochial school. But my, my son, after he graduated, he went on to the University of Dayton, and then he oh. started um, a ministry. Oh. And he now goes all over the world. I was just looking at his schedule this morning. Uh, he's, you know, he's got like maybe seven to eight appearances just in, in a two-weeks time period all over the country wow. and all over the world. And he does these incredible motivational presentations for Catholic, young Catholic uh, students, and as, as well as uh, he has a hip-hop element to it. Really? So he is an, a Catholic hip-hop artist. What? So he uses their language right, right? to say their thing. He started out, believe this or not, and, you, and if you go to com, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. But he started rapping the rosary. No. Yes.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: But you talk about you know getting hitting yes. hitting the mark right. with the the audience that he's after, and he, he inspires them. And I mean, it's just incredible.
1: Man, that is awesome. All right. Speaking of JoeMelendres. dot com, dot com is one of the ways that people can find you. Yes. And uh, you, are, you are also a motivational speaker, as we said, which is pretty awesome. Um, I'm going to ask you one of those crazy questions that no one should ask and no one should have to answer. But as you are at this point just looking back over this pretty amazing career so far, and I get there's still a lot more to come, is there any just memory? Maybe it's not your best memory, favorite memory, or favorite year that just kind of comes to your mind, though, as I ask this crazy, ridiculous question.
0: Well, it's not a, a ridiculous it's question. It's kind of ridiculous. You know, I, I've I've always said, and this is really what I what I speak about is the power of enthusiasm. Right. And, and I, I found out just like in the last ten fifteen years that this thing called enthusiasm, which is entheous in spirit, yes, the spirit within the spirit yeah. of God, um, if you let it out, and if you see what is, I'm, I'm writing a book right now oh, called cool. uh, What's the Best That Can Happen. Oh and great title and it's all about great title. it's all about attitude and how you see your life but what it is that you give to the world is what the world and god gives back to you yeah um last sunday my wife and i were in bernie we we're in one of these little shops and we we're just kind of browsing around and i saw this tray and it had a uh, it had a, a, a phrase on it and it said care for another and I thought, wow, what a great, wonderful message to care for another instead of, you know, help someone or make someone happy, mm. care mm. for another. And I said to my wife, I said, this is great. I want to take a picture of this. And she said, you know, that's an hors d'oeuvre tray. <laughs> and there was a question mark. But Steve, that's great. But Steve, I didn't see the question mark. That's you great. See? I, I, I saw it yeah. for what I wanted to see yeah. and what I'm looking for. Yeah, And I think that if you look for whatever it is you want in your life, you will find it, but you've got to not fear. Yeah. You know, there's four emotions, four basic emotions. There's fear. There's anger. There's something else that's also a negative. And the fourth one is joy. Mm. So our joy is surrounded by three other temptations, and it's so easy to give in to the other three. Yeah. When joy can prevail, when you can have that power of enthusiasm— that's when you're really living, and that's when you're really happy. I think.
1: Yeah, man, that is fantastic. <laughs> All right, when uh, when you finish your book, will you will you take time to come back? and, oh, I will. and share that with us. I will. How's it? How's the process coming along? The title is incredible. Oh, thank How you. How did you come up with that?
0: Uh, well, it's, it's again. Some... Again, I always look at whatever is negative, and I just flip it. Mm. And 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 because people are always saying, "Well, what's the worst what's that can worst happen?" That? Right. Well, Why should we think about what the worst? Let's think about what the best that can happen. You know. That yeah, and, and many times when you do that, God has another plan, and it's all of a sudden it's like even bigger and more grandiose right. than you thought it would be. Right, because because you uh, you send out that energy.
1: Right. Well, um, so how is the process? Like, what are you, we have a timetable, or I know you're
0: well, I, you know, again, again it, it, it's it's I'm I've always been a spinner of plates, and yeah. you yeah. know, and, and I run out of sticks to to spin all the plates. Right. You know, right. but I, but I love what I do because. Everything that I do is something that I I really care about, and I wake up in the morning yeah. excited. Right. No matter what it is, even if it's a day off and there's nothing going on or don't have any plans, yeah. I'm still excited yeah. because something fantastic is about to happen. That's and awesome. And can happen at any yeah. moment.
1: Let me ask like one last interview. question. Yes, this is fantastic. <laughs> one last question because my dad, to this point, is – The most enthusiastic person that I know, most positive. I think anybody who meets him agrees. I mean, he is just incredible. That's great. And I have a level of enthusiasm, but it's not next level like my dad and like you, I think. So I'm curious, did you always just have that? I know enthusiasm means really God in us, but did you, like growing up, when you were six years old, when you were 12 years old, were you all? When I was five years old,
0: if you asked me what I wanted to be, I would say a clown. Okay. I yeah. wanted to be a clown, yeah, and um, so I always had that in me, but I was very, very shy, yeah. In, wow. in grade school, and even in high school, and then one day they had this. When I was at Central Catholic, they had this thing. It was called a hoot nanny. This yeah. was the this was the time when they had all these folk singers on TV, mm-hmm. and and they would have these shows on television. It was a show called Hoot Nanny, and so. The, the my school, the, the student council president was putting on the citywide hoot nanny yeah. that was going to take place at Incarnate Word High School, and it was going to be in the round. They had a stage on the middle of the gym floor, everybody sitting around, you know, thousands, uh, maybe over a thousand kids. Okay, and and I told him when I found out he was in charge weeks before, I said. Uh, I want to. I want to do the co- the comedy interlude. Oh my god! And he said, he said, Melandris, what are you going to do? I said, well, I have an act. And he says, an act. What do you? What does no comedy interlude. I said, have you ever watched Hoot and Annie? They have a comedian in the middle. Oh my god! And so uh, he said, well, we'll see. Well, all all I needed was that we'll see. We'll see. So I I was working on my act. I had got it down. I had like a good uh, eight minutes. Wow! And So I. Uh, Show up at the deal. Everybody's in, you know, regular uh, uh, sport clothes, and I'm wearing, wearing a suit. And I'm in, I'm in the bathroom warming up, <clears throat> and I'm oh doing my impressions, gosh. right? So now it's the halftime, and they have the break, and the, the guy, my the student council president comes, out, comes up to me. He says, um, you still have that act? Says, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to put you on. The, the first act of the second half didn't show up, so we'll, we'll put you on. So I went on. Wow. And I just said one thing. I had this sign inside, this little sign that I had, because I was always preparing for anything. Yeah. And I had this sign. Oh, In case God. they were all just kind of heckling me or whatever, I'd pull out the sign. The sign said, said cool it on it, right? <laughs> and and then the other side of the sign said, please applaud, okay? <laughs> <laughs> for the end of the act, see? So uh, I, I just, That's they great. were all kind of just, you know, and they introduced me. They were kind of talking. And I just said, cool. I just blurted it out. It got a big laugh. And I thought, oh my God, they're saying, they're laughing at just nothing. Right. Wait till hear my act. <laughs> so I'm doing all these voices. I'm doing singing voices. I did, you know, a Johnny Mathis and, and uh, all, the, the, all wow. the other voices of the, of, the, uh, of the time, like the Justin Timberlakes of, uh, right, of the right. time. And so afterwards. I mean, it was like reverse in my personality. All these girls were coming up. Oh, yeah, we, I love what you did. I love it. I go, oh, yeah. Well, I, I was working on that voice, and I was on. You thought that I was just, you know, the, the most debonair, cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Because all of a sudden, I had that wonderful gift that I could give somebody with my talent. Yeah. And it, and it, and it actually catapulted me out of, even though I, I still have. Uh you know in me that that shy kid, yeah, but at the same time, all of a sudden, now it 's okay, yeah, because you know um, no one has ever died of shyness. Wow,
1: that is awesome. All right, any uh, closing impersonations before we close this down and uh, disinfect the studio and try,
0: turn it over to the next guy? <laughs> okay, well, the, the third dream I told you was, yeah. was Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I ended up hosting a television show on the Disney Channel wow, uh-huh. called, called You and Me Kid. Well, I got to meet the people who did the voices of uh, Mickey Mouse, yeah. uh, Donald Duck, and Goofy. Wow. So here's, here's Donald yes, love it. Uh, on your show. <laughs> Hiya, boys and girls! It's your old pal Mickey! Hey, I'm here with Steve Teal! Always listen to him, he's on every week! Right, Goofy? Oh, gosh, Mickey! I'm so bashful to be on the radio with Steve Teal! Oh, my gosh! Oh, here comes Donald! Hey, Donald, come and say hi to Steve! I gotta warn you, he woke up on the wrong side of the pond! Come and say hi, Donald! (laughs) Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> Woo! Good night, everybody. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Sonny Melendras, thank you so much for being on My our pleasure. show. Thank man. you, Steve.
0: And thank you for all you do. And congratulations on this show. I well, mean, you're thanks. really making
1: a big, big difference. Well, thanks a lot, Sonny Man. God bless I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Facebook Live and KSLR listeners, podcast listeners. That's Sonny Melendras. Go to SonnyMelendras.com. Be sure to listen to his show. Um, he's still speaking to people from and interviewing people from all over the world. Incredible guests, so I love it. And, man, you've been a blessing to us today and just phenomenal. So I just want to remind our listeners, uh, just remember the great hope that we have. Paul writes, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold.
0: Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.